Visit CruiseCultureApparel.com for the latest issue of Cruise Culture Magazine, featuring the raddest home and garage-built rides. You are listening to the Cruise Culture Magazine podcast, covering all of your favorite articles from the magazine and more. Like, subscribe, and tell us what you think in the comments below. Keep Cruise Culture alive. What is up, cruisers? Here we are with another episode of Cruise Culture Magazine, the podcast. I'm your host, Cruisin' Caddy. This is probably my favorite episode yet. I'm a huge fan of Oldsmobile, and I know that Brian is too. We are going to discuss the history and origin of Oldsmobile. Let us know if you want us to do more content like this or if there is something else you would like to hear. If you don't know, Brian has a 1964 Oldsmobile Super 88 on air ride. Go check out our Instagram or YouTube to catch a glimpse of it. I know that Brian is working on putting out a video feature on it this summer, so make sure you subscribe to see that. If you haven't picked up your copy of Cruise Culture Magazine, Issue 5 yet, get on over to cruiseculturapparel.com to order yours. Ordering magazines is a great way to support the podcast, channel, and any future content. Speaking of ways to support us, we are always looking for support through sponsorships and advertisers. If you are interested in advertising with us in any way or through any of our outlets, please visit our website or message us on any of our platforms. Brian has recently also sold all the sponsor spots for the new Canopy tent. This is exciting. We have been in need of a new eye-catching canopy for the booths since the start and we are very excited to get this one ordered and show off all of these cool companies. Quick shout out to Poppy's Patina, LS Fab, Searching for Classics, Los Presidents, Arizona, Trefco Safety Services, 80s Performance, Refreshed Hot Rods and Restorations, Tom Reed with Red Deer Canadian Dent, Auto Appraisals by Trefco, Jim SS Fab, and MNK Photography Edmonton. Also, show season is about to get started in central Alberta, where Cruise Culture Magazine is based, and I just wanted to let you know that Red Deer Cruise Night's official opening night is May 4th, located in the northeast parking lot of Parkland Mall in Red Deer. Brian is usually there with his booth, weather permitting, and he looks forward to seeing you all out in your awesome rides. Stop by, pick up a magazine, and show your support. All right, now, let's get into it. The story of Oldsmobile begins in 1897 when Ransom Eli Olds founded the Olds Motor Vehicle Company in Lansing, Michigan. Olds was a pioneer in the automobile industry and was known for his innovative engine designs. In 1901, the company introduced the first mass-produced automobile, the Oldsmobile Model R or the Curved Dash Oldsmobile, which was an instant success, producing over 19,000 units, most of which were built in 1903. The Model R was actually mistakenly the first car produced by Olds Automobiles after a fire in the factory wiped out all of their prototypes, except for the one which was saved by two employees who pushed it outside while escaping. The curved dash was powered by a one-cylinder engine that produced five horsepower, and it was the first car to use a modern assembly line, which allowed for more efficient and cost-effective production. The car could seat two across the bench and sold for $650 at the time, which would be around $20,000 today. Top speed, 20 miles per hour. Mr. Olds built a modified Model R that was stripped down to basically an engine and seat. 
The car was nicknamed the Oldsmobile Pirate Beach Racer and reached a record speed of almost 55 miles per hour. The curved dash was so popular that the company had trouble keeping up with demand, and by 1904, the Olds Motor Vehicle Company was the largest automobile manufacturer in the world. However, the success of Oldsmobile was not without scandal. In 1904, Ransom Olds was ousted from his own company by a group of investors who were looking to take control. Olds went on to found another company, the REO Motor Car Company, which also produced cars successfully. In 1908, General Motors bought Oldsmobile and began sharing platforms between Buick and Olds. Despite the setback, Oldsmobile continued to thrive under new management, and in 1949, the company introduced the Oldsmobile 88, which became a symbol of American automotive innovation. The 88 was the first car to feature a high-compression V engine, which gave it more power and speed than any other car on the market at the time. The 88 became a favorite among car enthusiasts and racers, and the engine was the Rocket V8. The Rocket engine was known for its power and speed, and it quickly became a favorite among car enthusiasts and racers. The Rocket V8 engine produced a whopping 135 horsepower at its conception and launched Oldsmobile from the tame conservative car it was at the time to the one to beat on the NASCAR circuit, all the way up until a Hudson Hornet, with its low-slung chassis took the lead. In addition to the rocket engine, Oldsmobile also introduced other innovative engine technologies like the Hydromatic Automatic Transmission, which was introduced in 1940 and became the industry standard for many years. It was the first auto manufacturer to offer a fully automatic transmission and included four speeds and no need for a clutch pedal. The car manufacturer grew in popularity throughout the 60s, producing some of the most iconic muscle cars of the time. In the 1980s, the demand overran the supply of Oldsmobile rocket engines, and General Motors made the decision to use Chevrolet 350s instead. This was unfortunately done without the customer's knowledge, and many didn't find out until going to do work or maintenance on their car, only to find the parts didn't fit. Although the brand was still popular through the 80s, some would say that this was where the decline started for Oldsmobile. Through the 1990s, GM used Oldsmobile as its guinea pig to test new ideas and designs on the market, and in December of 2000, General Motors announced its plan to shut the doors on them. This was made only two days after Oldsmobile distributed the Bravada SUV which became a hit for the division but would be Oldsmobile's last new model. Oldsmobile has a fascinating history and has an astounding amount of firsts. It would be interesting to see what a modern-day Cutlass or 88 would look like today. Now, what do you think would be the fastest production Oldsmobile built? You might think it would be one of the more modern Oldsmobiles offered like the Aurora with its V8 engine or the sporty Alero GLS, but actually the fastest production Oldsmobile comes from its heyday in 1969 with its 442. 442 not being just any number, but actually meant the car was equipped with a four-barrel carburetor, a four-speed manual transmission, and dual exhaust. 442s were produced all the way from 1964 until 1980 either as standalone models or as packages or additions of other models like the Cutlass. 1985 to 1987 saw the return of the 442 badge on the G-Body platform, and then very briefly again in 1990 and 1991 to market the Cutlass Calais, front-wheel drive, with a four-cylinder engine, four valves per cylinder, and dual camshafts. The 442 from 1969 we are referring to as the fastest had a 0-60 to 60 time of only 5.8 seconds. These cars are a gem to see around and I'm sure Mr. Olds would be racing down the beach in a stripped-down version if he could.
Well, that's all I have for you today. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to share your feedback and let us know what you think about the podcast. Do you want to see these episodes get longer or cover other topics? Let us know. We are having a blast with this so far and appreciate all of you. I'm your host, Cruising Caddy, and as always, keep cruise culture alive. Thank you for listening to Cruise Culture Magazine Podcast with new episodes every Mondays and Thursdays at noon. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss one and tell us in the comments what you want to hear in a future episode. Keep cruise culture alive.